This is Council for Life, a podcast engaging conversations about mental health and the Christian life with licensed biblical counselors Beth Broom and Eliza Huey. Welcome back to Council for Life. I'm Beth. And I'm Eliza. In our last episode, Eliza, we got to talk a little bit about what is it like to be an adult child and to have parents that you're seeking to love well as an adult. Mm-hmm. We're going to flip it today. We're going to talk okay. about what does it look like to lo- as parents to love our adult children. Mm-hmm. And it was it was comical a little bit to me that like even as we were talking about this, Eliza, you and I are both in this stage. So yeah. we have we have material to work with <laughs> yes, and we it, we're experiencing it ourselves and Um, And so I think that that helps us even uh, as we think about what's important. So when we, when we start talking about loving our adult children, well, this is a big topic, but what's the first thing that comes to mind for you as you, as you, um, yeah, anything you want to share just related? Yeah. I mean, here's what I would say. Like, I think we need to get to what it looks like to love them well, but I think before we even get there, we need to talk about like, what are some of the the pitfalls Mm -hmm. that we, and I say we, because you and I are both in this place, um, we as parents of adult children can easily fall into that cause difficulty in our parenting relationship with our adult children, whether those adult children live with us or don't live with us. We happen to be empty nesters right now. So all of our children do not live with us. I know you're kind of a mix and, and that might be true for whoever's listening. You might have some at home, you might have some on their own or a, one or one or both of those or a mix of those two things. So I would say from the start, one of the things that we need to keep in mind is that when you have adult children, it can be so tempting to parent because you are still parenting. And there's a great book called you never stop being a parent that uh, that title is just absolutely true. Um, But when you're parenting adult children, it's more than any other stage, I think, very easy to fall into parenting out of fear, fear of well, let's just be real honest. When they were two, the oopses and the failures and the mistakes they made were not as life-changing as when they were 22. As right. when and 22. and you were right there usually to see it yes. happen and to pick them up and care yeah. for them. And you don't exactly. have that anymore in the same way. Very true. So there's a lot of fear that can happen. Are they going to make decisions that are going to change their life forever? And the answer is yes, they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but are, are, are they doing things that potentially have significant harm to them right now or in the future or other people? And the stakes, let's just say, are higher, you know, so there's a lot of fear. So I think in some ways I want to just say like, uh, let's just validate that, that there's, mm-hmm. there's reasons why we fear because these are big decisions or big things that are happening in their lives. And but, we lo- and we love them the most. Like oh, right at the bottom so of it much. is I love you so much. I don't want your life to go in a bad direction. Exactly. Yeah. And and yet that fear can be what motivates our interactions with them and they will feel it. They will feel that every time they bring something up to you, there's that f- that fear driving mom's response or that fear uh, in the way that dad interacts with me. And so we need to be very mindful that it's so easy to fall into that. And I think one of the things tied to fear is 
uh, the fear of what that means for us as parents. And really what that's speaking to is it's very easy as an adult parent to adult children, as we parent our adult children to fall into this temptation of my adult children actually speak to who I am as a person. They become Mm. my identity. So if my adult children are doing well, I must be doing well, or I must be have made good decisions or right decisions. If my adult children make bad decisions, then I must be a bad parent. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say straight out, clear as can be, if your child is struggling in some way as an adult or made some mistakes, it does not automatically equal you are a bad parent. Mm -hmm. You can be one of the best parents and your children can still make very difficult, challenging, hard decisions that reflect poorly on them. And can be it can be tempting to own that as your own identity. Don't do that. That's not helpful for your relationship because then you begin to parent them out of that. That's so good and so important. And fear is something, it can be really subtle too, right? Like oh, yeah. just under the door slowly. And then, <laughs> and, but you're right. Our, our kids do feel it. They can sense yeah. that kind of panic from us. And, and, and sometimes when we, when we feel that fear, we, we hold too tightly. We, we pull in, in a way that is unhelpful to them. Another thing that I thought about as we actually did the last episode, we were talking about, um, authority versus influence. And I think that's something I want to revisit from this end of it is that, you know, as parents, we really, we really do have authority with our children. And then when they become adults, we now don't have that authority anymore. We are influencers. Mm-hmm. And I think um, when we're parents, we, we, we just recognize that we, uh, there's a lot of assumptions that get made. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we assume that we should still be able to have that kind right. of that level of influence over our children. Um, and we, we really don't. And even well, though that's painful and hard, it is a fact of life that as they grow, they are going to have their own choices that they make. Yeah. And we don't even notice it. And I think that's something that we as parents of adult children need to be more mindful of is where might I be assuming Mm -hmm. that I have the authority to say or do this in my adult child's life. And I mean, I'm just being completely vulnerable here. Like that's hard because Mm -hmm. first of all, I don't even see it. But when I begin to kind of make myself be more attentive to, wait a minute, this isn't an area where I actually have the authority to make this decision, then how do I influence them? And one thing that I, you know, I mentioned in the last podcast is we don't want to do this through any kind of means of manipulation. Influence is not manipulation. Manipulation is sinful. It has at its target, I want to get what I want from you the way I want it. Whereas influence is, this is what I believe is right. This is what I believe is wise. This is what I believe is helpful. And I want you to experience that wisdom, that help, that goodness that comes from that. And and so, you know, I don't know if you have any thoughts, but just even as in your own parenting Um, I'm sure you've had moments of that where you're like, okay, this is where I'd love to have some authority, Yeah, but I have influence. And Mm -hmm. how's that been for you? Well, honestly, I think that the simplest way, if I was to boil it down to to something that could be helpful practically, is to just ask before Mm. you offer unsolicited (laughs) advice. Like I'm, I'm literally like, it it was really just a, a little while back and my daughter was sharing something with me. And I, I said to her, would you 
what do you think about me telling you what I think? Or like, what could I share something with you that I think about this? That's and good. she's allowed to say no. Like she's yeah. allowed to go, Oh, I don't think this is a good time for that. That's t- honestly, that I think works with all of our relationships, right? Not just our children, but we're trying to move into this realm where we're not just um, offering unsolicited advice or, you know, this is what we think, or this is what's important to us, but to be able to, to ask for an invitation, right? That's like so good. to be able to say, I'd like to be able to share what I think about this, but I recognize I'm not owed that if you're an that's adult. That's so good. And yeah. I think that's hard for us as parents as we feel like, wait a minute, I raised you. Mm-hmm. And how many times have you heard parents even say that? I changed your diapers or <laughs> I, and we begin to have yeah. entitlement mm-hmm. or expectations that are there that are like, well, I'm your parents. So you need to. So I think that's such a great way to, to look at it is how can I like approach these situations and go, go in with the effort to gain an invite, not necessarily to take over and just like occupy the whole space, but how do I get myself invited into this? Well, it comes through, Hey, I have, I I wanted to share some thoughts. Are you open to hearing them? Or would it be helpful if I added something here? I I'm thinking recently, my, one of my kids applied to a master's program and I, you know, I, I write and I don't, I like editing and so forth. And I so wanted to have my hands on that application, (laughs) but it's not my application. And so if I never see it, it's not my business, but I did, I asked, I said, would it be helpful if I took a look at it for you? And, and if you want, I can suggest some edits if there, if there anything I see. And, and I, even as I, I was invited into that, which I was grateful for. And as I sent it back to my child, I said, if it's helpful, great. Otherwise just ignore it, you know, and just, that's how you're gaining those invitations without going in with the entitlement of like, Oh, I'm going to help you with this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Well, and tying it back to what you said about fear, whenever Mm -hmm. I've made these suggestions to clients or people in our church that I'm walking alongside, um, I've had people say, I can't, I can't do that. I can't ask permission. Well, that's a good indicator, right? Of, okay, Mm -hmm. you're, you're holding so tightly. You're so, you're afraid. You're so afraid that if you ask, they won't want your advice. Mm -hmm. Um, or you're afraid that you're, you're not going to be able to have that influence. And I want to call that what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's scary. It is scary, but fear cannot be our primary motivator, right? Right. It it should not be our primary motivator. And so, um, being able to kind of talk through that. And again, even as we said in the the last episode, if you're going to, if you're planning to have a conversation that could be, that could include conflict or could be difficult, perhaps you need to add some prayer to that beforehand and add some conversation with wise people around you that can potentially help you think about the ways in which to have some of those conversations so that you retain your influence and in a way that's positive and that our, we, hopefully our adult children actually really want to know. Yeah. At least some of the time, maybe not always. (laughs) Well, and I think the thing is, is we can kind of approach them as like, oh, they are, they have a lot of expectations and entitlement, but sometimes we do too, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, that isn't true. to say that they don't because, mm-hmm. you know, we all do. And so let's talk a little bit about like, what are some of the things that as, as we parent adult children, what are some of the maybe expectations and entitlements that we do bump up against and how we can maybe address those in a more, uh, open way that, that helps the relationship rather than hurts it. Any, any come Mm -hmm. to your mind as far as expectations go that. Well, the, the thing that I probably have had the most frequent conversations about with parents who have adult children is this frustration, is there's a frustration that comes when we feel like 
our adult children see us as their bailout, basically. Yeah. Like I, if I get into trouble, I know my parents are going to be there to care for me. And so maybe there's a little bit of carelessness that -hmm. they have because they know I'm their safety net Mm -hmm. and I'm, and I'm going to rush to their side. Or so when I say bailout, I don't necessarily mean out of jail, although that could be the case. Um, But just, (laughs) you know, like if I, if I, if I choose not to go to work and I lose my job, my parents are going to help me financially. Or Mm -hmm. if I, you know, these things that, um, and maybe we have, uh, lay the groundwork for that as adults. If we tend to do that for our kids and we're rescuing them all the time, then they could have that expectation understandably. So, right. But I do think that that's a frustration that I, that I hear from, from parents of like, Oh gosh, my kiddo just feels like no matter what they, they can do whatever. And I'm going to be there to bail them out. And that can feel really frustrating. Yeah. It can be frustrating to parents, but I love what you said of like, how have I maybe propagated that as they've been growing up and as they got into the older years. And if that's been the case for you, if you're listening to this and you're going, well, I have bailed them out and I continue to bail them out, or you're listening to this and you say, my spouse does bail them out or she Mm -hmm. still does, or he still does. Here's what I would encourage you. If you want to avoid that reality happening, what can you think of even today that you're doing for your child that they can do for themselves, your adult child? What are you doing for your adult child that they can actually do for themselves? And you might think, oh, but I love doing that. That's great. And that doesn't mean you can never do it. But part of avoiding this expectation that uh, that adult children have with their parents sometimes is for you to actually take that step and say, you know what? No, they can do this and they can hold whatever ramifications come based on their decision to follow through or not follow through with something, you know, and not be bailed out by you. So if you're, if you're wrestling with this and you're saying, yeah, that's definitely an expectation I see my kid has, it might be because you've parented them that way. They've learned that they can, you can be their fallback. So what can you look at in their life today that you can say, I can stop doing this today because they are perfectly capable of doing it themselves and start doing that. Even now it will actually help your relationship, but you're going to have to trust the Lord. Because I know for a fact, like when I had um, in that kind of a situation where one of my kids was struggled, struggled to get up in the morning for their job, everything in me was wanting to wake them up. (laughs) Everything in me was wanting to go knock on the door. And there were times when I did, but then there was a time where I just had to say, you know what, if they lose their job, that's the, that's the what was needed for them to grow into this area. And I can, I went through all the, but that would be so terrible if they lost their job. And then this person will think this way of them and they won't be able to get this scholarship or whatnot. You have to trust the Lord. And that's where we have to look as parents of adult children. How much are we parenting again out of fear? And whenever we're parenting out of fear, we're not parenting with a trust in the Lord. And so that's a real expectation. I think that parents face any others that come to your mind as far as, Um, man, I, I do think this, another, another question that parents have about their adult children is like, how long do I support them financially Uh or otherwise? Mm -hmm. Like what, how, how much do I need to continue to care for them in that way? Provide for them. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it goes back to what you just now said, like the, the assessment is, can they do this? Mm -hmm. Can, what can they do for themselves as adult children, um, versus, like you, you were even talking about in our last episode about just the way the housing market is and just, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't seem feasible for a lot of young adults to live alone. 
um, or even with one roommate. And so you, we probably are having more adult children living, still living at home with their parents. Um, but what are some ways that we can continue to foster independence? Yes. Even in the midst of kind of an interdependence of living mm-hmm. in the same house together. Um, yeah. So I think that's another one. Cause you're not, you're not trying to create an expectation of, well, my parents will provide for me. I need a car. My parents will give me a car. My parents will give me a house, but you do want to balance that with, you know what, maybe they're working at a job that doesn't provide insurance. So I can keep as an adult, mm-hmm. as a parent of an adult child, I can keep them on my insurance a little longer or something like that, you know? So it takes wisdom to know the difference, but that's going to be an avenue that you're going to bump up against for sure of, of how long do I provide for them? So. And I think even again, sometimes there's hard conversations that come if if my adult children are expecting that from me then we do need to have a conversation yes. about what does it look like for us to again be sort of interdependent instead of you depending upon me how do we how do we make that work so that you're continuing to move into adulthood and independence even if you're still living in the home or being yes. provided for financially so i think that's important and then the other thing it kind of goes um, more on the emotional or behavioral side but um, you know, I, I, I work with, with people who as parents of adult children struggle with this idea that, man, my adult children want me to just give them wholesale acceptance of, of mm-hmm. however they're living or whatever mm-hmm. they're doing, however they're spending their time and their money mm-hmm. and their relational, mm-hmm. you know, connections that, uh, because I'm an adult, uh, you, you don't get any, we kind of talked in the last episode about this, these polar opposites or like extremes that we go to. And sometimes our adult children, um, there's that expectation. You accept me wholly as I am, or you're not accepting me at all. And I think that's, that's a, that's a tough thing for parents. It is, but it's so important because I think the way it ends up playing out is we as parents get tunnel vision. And while, while our children are saying, I want you to accept me for who I am, we as parents can get tunnel vision and say, this is all I see about my child. Uh, they're a gamer and they spend half the days playing video games. And so you begin to parent them, if you, if you will, as, as adults focused only on that one thing. And that one thing begins to be their identity or they are a, um, you know, they, they made this mistake or something like that. We begin to see them or they have chosen a different, maybe even religion than you, a different way of Mm -hmm. approaching life. And you're, and, and those kind of things can really hurt and your child, uh, your adult child expects you to accept them, but you're saying in order to accept you, I have to compromise on a whole lot of things. Well, if that's where you're, if that's where you are, you might have tunnel vision and be only viewing your child through this decision or this way of life that they've embraced or chosen. And it's important for us to see that there's so much more of them and there's so much growing that's going to take place. Praise the Lord. I've said it so many times that I did not have Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or any of those (laughs) things when I was a young adult coming into, you know, my own decision-making because I know I had opinions on things and probably shared them more than I should that I do not hold those same opinions today. Mm -hmm. So we want to be careful when we think about this, because yes, I think that can be an expectation that adult adult children have with their parents is accept me wholesale, but we can take that and get that hyper-focused view and say, this is the only thing that I see in my child. And it ends up hurting the relationship quite a bit. Absolutely. And I think one of the ways that we can try to avoid that and show our avoidance of the tunnel vision is to actually try to have real conversations with our adult children Mm -hmm. about 
multifaceted things, right? Absolutely. And not not just about things that are things we think we need to talk about because this is this is a hard thing or this is a decision I disagree with, but more what do you, I mean, in the same way that you would with a new friend, right? It's like, yeah. what do you love? What do you care about? What matters to you? I want to know you as a person, the kind of person that you are. And I do think it is easy for us as parents to think, oh, I know them. They're my kid. It's like, actually, as they grow into new phases of life, they're changing. Yeah. So I want to, I want to know them at the level that they are today. I don't want to just know them as the same person they were when they were 14 because they've changed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what does it look like for me to care about all the elements of who you are? And again, if I feel afraid for my child's well-being or their spiritual health or whatever, it is going to be very, it is a very strong temptation to hone in on that thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said. Um, but so this is where I'm like, oh, thank, thank the Lord for the Holy Spirit living inside of me as my counselor. I need help. I need comfort. I need wisdom. I need the right words to be able to move towards this, this so person as a whole person, not just as my kid or as the, the person that I had a lot of hopes, hopes and dreams set into, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's, that's a really important, I want to know them as, as all that they are. And I have to entrust them to the Lord yeah. and, and believe yeah. that he is, he's the one who brings change. If there's change that needs to happen, I'm mm -hmm. not going to make that happen. No. And this is how we love our adult children well. And, and I just want to kind of end with a few more points of if you are a parent of an adult child, really what you want to ask is this question, how do I love them well? And that's one way for sure. And even as you were talking and you said, you know, how do I have real conversations with them to get to know them? I want to just encourage parents have those real conversations without the goal of winning an argument Yeah, because so many times we, we have these real conversations and you see your child opening up about things and we want to jump into parenting mode and say, okay, how do I correct this wrong thinking? How do I change this, you know, this direction they're going or whatnot? And this is going to happen in little tiny bits along the way. So you really need to, in order to love your adult children well, you have to have the long view mm -hmm. so that you don't enter into these conversations and seek, how do I change their mind or how do I win the argument? But instead you say, okay, this, the, the win is that we had a good conversation because that's what's actually going to propel us into the next conversation. And I always say that to parents, it's not the conversation you're in. Mm -hmm. It's the next one. You're trying to that's get good. that next one. So loving them well really does take us as adults as well, slowing down. Don't feel, you're going to feel it. So I mm -hmm. guess I should say, resist that feeling of urgency mm -hmm. that you have to convince them or change them or s say this or say that in the conversation, go slow and trust the process of parenting that they're still growing. They're st still learning any other ways that you see that we can love our adult children. Well, I guess I just, you know, I'm circling back to this idea of intercession. Mm -hmm. I, I just man, we, we forget, we just forget the power of prayer. We forget how important it is that we bring our children before the heavenly father who loves them so much more than we ever could to be able to, to just beg the Lord to bring wholeness and health and growth and thriving in our children's lives. And then to ask him to show us how to come alongside the work that he is doing in them mm -hmm. rather than feeling like I got to be the Holy spirit for this person. I got to be the one to like, make sure um, and, and I, I, I just, 
I just don't ever want to forget how important it is for us to continue to pray and to ask others to pray alongside us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, a a worthy prayer request that I would give to my friends of just pray for me as a parent. I want to love my children well, mm-hmm. and I don't know how to do that <laughs> on any given day. I'm going to feel confused and frustrated and yes. nervous and all the things. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So good. And, and I would say finally, you know, one of the things that you can do in loving your adult children well is giving them space. And we talked about, you know, I mentioned, I'm happy I didn't have social media as a young adult myself, but um, give them space to continue to grow and to be alongside them when they make mistakes, not as a condemner and a, a reminder of all the ways you said that this would happen, but to support them in moving forward and to remind them of God's grace and forgiveness and love for them, pointing them to a father who knows how to perfectly parent adult children because mm-hmm. he does it every single day with us. That's right. That's right. So giving them that space to make mistakes, even mistakes don't necessarily equal, well, they are, they messed up or they failed. They made a mistake. And they're going to make a mistake and they're hopefully going to learn from those mistakes. So, uh, yeah, giving them that space is so, so important. So we're in the trenches with you. (laughs) That's right. That's right. We're with you. But what a joy that it is when you begin to have your children circle back and whether it's, they just say, thank you for like giving me space to grow up, or they thank you for being present and available for them in different times, or they begin to, by the Lord's grace, embrace, you know, things that you have instilled in them since they were small children, Mm -hmm. praise the Lord for those moments. And when they begin to teach you things that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have known, except for that, they show you and teach you praise God Mm -hmm. and, um, look to that as a blessing as well. So it's, it's a journey. And as I mentioned before, that resource, you never stop being a parent is such a true title. You don't, you never stop being a parent. You love them and uh, you're always trying and you're always growing. So give grace to yourself as well. But um, yeah, this has been a good conversation. I've enjoyed it. How about you, Beth? Yeah. So, so great. And so much more we could talk about, but maybe not without outing ourselves too much (laughs) or our children too much. (laughs) True. Well, I hope that it's been helpful for everybody else. We want these episodes to be on topics that you are dealing with, right? Boots on the ground kind of topics. So uh, thank you for listening and thank you for sharing and thank you for subscribing and for our Patreon subscribers. We're grateful for you as well. And you can look for more resources in the monthly Patreon as well. And if you don't know anything about that, see the show notes and you can sign up and get a bonus episode and some giveaways with our Patreon every single month. So thank you so much for, for those who have subscribed and for everybody else, we hope you join us again for another episode of Council for Life. Thanks for listening to Council for Life. Want to become a friend of the podcast? Join our Patreon. Friends of the podcast receive bonus episodes each month that take a deeper dive into topics discussed and provide additional practical and personal insight from the hosts. Friends of the podcast will also be entered into monthly drawings for free resources from our sponsors. For more information, visit www.counselforlifepodcast.com. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode.